11-year MLS pro Quincy Marroquois here, and you're now listening to The Perfect Soccer Podcast, where your host goes one-on-one to get to know your favorite professional soccer players, both on and off the pitch. Because how better to learn what it takes to become a pro soccer player other than directly from pro soccer players? Today's episode is brought to you by PerfectSoccerSkills.com, the number one and only platform you'll ever need to connect with and learn from pro soccer players. Learn more and enter to win weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com PSTM to enter to win for free today. With that said, please enjoy today's episode. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Perfect Soccer Podcast. Our special guest today is Zico Bailey. Zico, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's just go back in time. Uh, like, What was your first memory of playing soccer? Uh, my first memory was uh, playing soccer in the park with my, with my dad and my brother, mm-hmm. uh, my older brother. They, they were the ones that introduced me to the game. So, yeah, we, we lived across the street from a park, so our earliest memories were just playing with them at the park or playing inside of the house. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then I know uh, what were, you played for uh, LA Galaxy in your youth career. How did uh, how did they recruit you? Um, so my, my older brother played for one of the coaches that mm-hmm. was at the Galaxy at that time. And then, yeah, so my dad had that connection um, with him, with the coach. So when I was like 11 or 12, I used to go and train for like one week at a time. So just to get like um, used to the players, used to the the environment, stuff like that. And then when I was 13, I got invited to a a national team camp and it was at it was at the StubHub at the time. Mm -hmm. So that, that was yeah where the Galaxy were, obviously. And then after the camp, they just they asked my dad if I wanted to join. Galaxy, and then obviously, you know, they were such a big team at that time, and they still are. But um, yeah, it was just an opportunity that I couldn't pass. So yeah, that's how that's how I got started with them. So you had to you had to move out there, right? Because I know you're from Nevada. Yeah, I had to move out there when I was uh, 13. So were you, you were you just living there by yourself, or your family moved out um, there? So the first year, I stayed with one of my teammates. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was living with him. Then the second, and then the rest of the years, it was just host families. And then my brother uh, played for the second team, so I lived with him for a little bit. So it was it was like every year I had a new. I was living in a new place. So. Gotcha. I mean, that's crazy. Was that like a, like you were so young? Like, did you have to like grow up faster? You think? Yeah, I, yeah, hundred percent. When you're not with your with your mom and dad all the time, so you know I had to do the basic stuff like clean, my, like do my own laundry, yeah. keep my room clean, you know, stuff that just creates uh, discipline. I think when you're very young, and yeah, then, yeah, you can't really rely on someone else like your parents, even though they'll be there. You know, I talk to them through the phone, but like, mm-hmm. in person, you know, what I mean, the the little stuff I had to do it on my own. So definitely had to grow up fast. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. I'm sure you saw it once you went to college. Uh, some people never did their laundry before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some kids, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's also. I think it's good when yeah. you when you have that support, like from your parents physically. 
like when you stayed at home all the way until college. So yeah, so yeah. I remember. I'll tell you a quick funny story. I just remember uh, when I was younger, I wanted stuff cleaned at a certain time. So then my parents just made me do my own laundry. So that's how I learned, like during like middle school and high school. Oh really? <laughs> so I was I was ready for college then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then what about, yeah, what was your recruiting process like to college? Uh, yeah, so honestly, it wasn't until I was a senior that I started actually taking the college route seriously because, so ever since I joined the Galaxy, my, my whole aspirations were to play for the first team or the second team or mm-hmm. just get a pro contract anywhere else. So it wasn't until I would say – it was, it was my senior year, and I, I had got injured. Uh, I had a concussion. And then, yeah, this was during the time where it was like the second team was going to preseason, the first team was going to preseason, and obviously I couldn't I couldn't be a part of that because I was injured. So I think, yeah, the, the, the first team contract or the second team contract wasn't – it wasn't in the picture. So, so I started my uh, college recruiting process late. So obviously my my options were limited, and um, as you probably know, they the colleges they recruit um, when kids are probably like sophomores, juniors, so they have the money, and they have the scholarships ready for when the kids are coming out of school. So, so uh, being that I recruited so late, um, most schools didn't have any any scholarship money for me. Uh, but but one of the schools that did was was Cal State Fullerton, and they were they were fairly close to the Galaxy at that time. And I wanted to stay in California, and I wanted to to be close to the Galaxy just in case um, they ever wanted me to to come back and play. Because obviously I was there since I was thirteen, so it was always uh, an aspiration of mine to play for the first team or the second team. So I think that's that's one of the main reasons why I chose uh, Fullerton, and that, that that's kind of the story behind how I got there. Yeah, definitely. That's dope. Um, was there any other schools like looking at you, or was there like a final two or three? Uh, yeah. When I was like a sophomore and a junior, I had um, I had UCLA. I wanted to go to UCLA a lot. I wanted to go. Also, I had Clemson. I had Wake Forest. I had um, University of Washington, <laughs> and I, I was thinking about going to those schools just because like it'd be a whole new. Uh, a whole, whole new experience living in a whole nother state, mm-hmm. like across, like on the East Coast. You know, what I mean, because I'm obviously I'm from the West Coast, so yeah. I was thinking about those schools. But, but like I said, I, I wanted to to be a professional first and foremost. Yeah, and then what about? I always ask people this: like, when did you know, or like, when did you think you could like actually become a pro? Like, obviously that that was your aspiration, but like, was there a moment in time? Yeah, I would say when I was around fifteen. Um, the Galaxy, they created, um, I think they called it a blended learning environment. So, so all the kids, they, we all transitioned to online school and, um, we would train in the morning at the same time as the first team and the second team. So we had those opportunities just in case we got called up to train with them. So that was when I first like got a taste of what it was like to be a pro because you train in the morning and then after you do your, your school or, like for pro players they maybe do like something else on the side so mm-hmm. yeah i would say around when i was like 15 gotcha and then yeah going to cal state fulton uh what was your experience like there um i enjoyed my experience there um 
just a li- I, I I tasted a little bit of the of the college life, and then it, um, I think the soccer it was it was a lot different than what I was used to, and I think um, it it pushed me in, in a different way than I was at the Galaxy. It was a lot more challenging because some of the players were were three four years older than me, <laughs> and uh, physically it was a different game I think than the academy. So I, I enjoyed my experience at, at Fullerton. Yeah, and then and then I know you only played there for one season. What was your decision to to go pro? Um, I think yeah, like I said before, it was always my my dream to to go pro, and I think one one of the the things I was always told by by my family was you know you can go to college when you're forty, but you can't play professional soccer when you're forty. And I think I just wanted to challenge myself in, in a new way. So I think, yeah, that that's the whole reason why I left as early as I did is just because I wanted to challenge myself and just take a chance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, I mean that's real right there. And when you said uh, you go to you go to college when you're forty, you can't go to co- yeah, I mean you can't play soccer when you're forty. <laughs> go pro. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, so tell me how did you you ended up going to did. Uh, did the Galaxy still have your rights, like, after you left college? Yeah, they did. So then what happened from there? Because I noticed you signed with a team in Sweden, right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, so so in, I think it was the the, be, the beginning of 2019. That's when I, I went to Europe and I was trying out for a bunch of teams. And then, yeah, I landed in a team in Sweden. Um, and it was with the under-19s. But at the time, they were they were the best in all of Sweden, so they were above like Malmo and, and and teams like that, where their first team played in Champions League. So, yeah, I was there for three months, and then after that, I I had to leave because uh, it was either go to the first team or go to the second team, and they didn't offer me a, a first team contract. So, so I I left, and then I went to a team in Denmark called Helsinger. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you heard about them, but they have, like, American ownership now and stuff like that. So I went to go try out for them. Um, I ended up getting a contract, but but things things just didn't work out. There was, like, a new coach, and then they just wanted to go in a new direction. So after three months, I had to leave there again. And then, um, yeah, I came back to the U.S., and then... Um, I went on. I went on a tryout with um, Cincinnati after their season was done, and then, like you said, um, the the Galaxy still had my rights. So Cincinnati had to acquire my rights from Galaxy, and then, yeah, I got signed. Enjoy learning what it takes to become a better player from professional soccer players. Well, how would you like to work with professional players one on one? Now you can with B Pro by Perfect Soccer. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's another another crazy story. Uh, yeah, and then what, tell me about, like, your first MLS game. Uh, you were a rookie this, or this past season, uh, and especially during this crazy year with the pandemic and things like that. What, what, was, that, what was that like just to get in your first pro MLS game? Uh, yeah, I would say, like, leading up to the game, um, I wasn't really playing a lot, so we obviously had that, 
the MLS is back as tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I didn't play in that tournament, and then it must have been like twelve or thirteen games after that. Like I wasn't, I wasn't playing in none of the games. So um, we traveled to to Philadelphia at that time, and honestly, I wasn't expecting to play because the past thirteen games, you know, I, I never played. So, um, so I was on the bench and like. My shoes weren't tied, and then yeah, my shoes weren't tied. And then uh, our left back Greg Garza he goes down with an injury, and then I never played. I never played left back before, like in a real game. The only time I played left back was it was actually in a friendly uh, with Helsinger in Denmark. It was like so. This would be like the second time I'm playing left back, and then they send two other guys to go warm up, and then I'm just chilling in the, on the on the bench, and then they tell me to go warm up. And then I was like, what the heck? Why, why am I warming up? Like, I don't play on the left. And then so I, I go, I run down to the sideline. I, I tie my shoes real quick. I do, like, one or two runs. And then, like, all right, you got to go in. Because like, he was injured. So, obviously, they had to make the sub real quick. Yeah. And, and, and then, yeah, so I warmed up for, like, 30 seconds. And then they were like, all right, yeah, you got to go in. And then, yeah, to be honest, like, when I was going to the, to the coach and to give me the instructions, I was, like, super nervous. Because obviously it's my first game, mm-hmm. and then I I didn't really get to prepare. It was just like on the fly, you know. But um, I think I think that was the best because it's like I don't have to think about it too much. It's just yeah. all the jizz- all the jizzers were just out, and as soon as I got in the game, I would say like the first ten fifteen minutes I was a little nervous because I, obviously it's my first game. But after that, it's just I just treated like any other game because I've been playing I've been playing soccer since I was three years old, yeah. so. Yeah, but it was definitely a great experience. My first game, um, being on the field with some of the some of the guys on the union that I seen playing in a World Cup, like uh, Alejandro Bedoya. I remember watching him in the World Cup, and and uh, uh, where was it? in Brazil? Mm-hmm. I remember that, and then just yeah, all the great players they had. So yeah, my first game, I think it, it was a it was a nice way to get it, even though it was so crazy. I didn't warm up or nothing, but. Yeah, then I saw you, you the last uh, four games. You started three out of the last four. Uh, did you like gain the the trust of the coach? Yeah, I think I think a little bit. I did, um, just because um, I think I brought a little something different to the mm-hmm. position um, than than some of the other guys that that played it. So um, yeah, I think yeah, I did gain a little bit of trust from the coach. And then uh, I know you mentioned you didn't didn't play uh in the mls back tournament but were you, were you there like in the bubble yeah i was in the bubble yeah oh, so how how was that um it, it was all right i don't think i don't think it was as bad as people were trying to make it yeah uh, I, at least for me i could understand some of the other guys you know they have they have families you know yeah. they have kids they have wives so i i understand why why they didn't like it but for me you know i don't have i don't have kids or, or yeah. wife or nothing so it was like we were staying at like a resort, you know. What I mean, we're getting fed for free, so I, I didn't mind it to be honest. Yeah, definitely makes sense for you. Um, and then, yeah, so I I also read uh, you have eligibility to play for like Jamaica, U.S. or Philippines. Like, so I know you played for the U.S. before, but would you ever like consider playing for Jamaica or Philippines? Yeah, yeah, I definitely would. I think um, as we can see now uh, with the with the U.S. With the U.S. team, they're getting a lot of dual nationals, and I think it just comes down to 
to ultimately who shows like the most love to you. Yeah. So yeah, whether the U.S. or the Philippines or Jamaica, whoever shows the most love and whoever wants me to play for them, I think yeah, I- I'll play for for either one of them. Yeah, so you got options. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, you ready for the five Quincy questions? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, what's the most uh, important skill or quality that you feel has made you successful as a pro player? Um, that's a good question. I would say my technical ability in, in tight spaces. That's what I would say. All right, I like that. Uh, what's the biggest mistake you think pro players are making? Um, I think the biggest mistake they're making, uh, I don't know, maybe they're taking the opportunity for granted. And, you know, I think your career goes by so fast. So maybe some of them aren't, they're not really enjoying the moment i was i'll say that they're not enjoying the moment gotcha i like that one too yeah i mean i mean even though you're 20 only 20 i mean you already had some experience you know playing overseas and then coming back so i think you might have some more experience than veteran guys yeah yeah i i felt i I think everyone has gone through like difficult times but i think yeah since i i failed so many times like when i went to when i went to europe you know a whole bunch of teams passed on me so i think i felt what it's like to be like at the bottom so that now I have a little bit a uh, taste of what it's like to be in the MLS in a first division team. So I never take it for granted. Definitely. Uh, what advice would you give a, a younger player trying to make a pro league? Um, I would say you, you got to keep a strong mentality and you always got to bet on yourself a hundred percent. Definitely. These next two could either be soccer related or life related. Um, what what is something most people think is true that you believe isn't? <laughs> Dang. Wait, say that again? You said yeah. most people think it's true, but I think it is not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> what do people, I don't even know. I, I've heard this question before. I don't even know what people <laughs> say. Or, or it could be like something like, you know, people think like, some kind of food is like amazing and you think it's like trash oh i think i think uh i think like aliens are are real i think <laughs> all right i like, like that most people probably think alien or like extraterrestrial beings like aren't aren't real but i think they're real all right i like that that's funny uh and then what's something you would move forward with if you if you weren't scared of what would happen if things didn't go well what i would move forward with I'll tell you, you I already. I'll tell you that you already did something that some of the players on here previous said. Like they would say, uh, "I want to go take a chance and go try out for a European club." Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like I would. I would take a chance on something like outside of soccer, like. Um, I would say like making music or something like that. All right. Yeah, I would take a chance on like making music or being an artist or something like that. You make music now or no? Uh, I used to. I like me and my brothers. We would just mess around like on the laptop and we'd make songs and stuff. 
but I think yeah, it's like another form of of expression. So, yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely. say, like, music or something like that. All right, you, you successfully passed the five Quincy questions. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, now, are you ready for some fun questions? Yeah, yeah. Uh, who, who's a player that you want to do a jersey exchange with um, in the MLS that you haven't with yet and uh, overseas? Uh, say overseas and Neymar because he's my player. And then... In the MLS, I mean, Bob Jersey's with. I would say, I would say Zardis, just because, yeah, he he was at the Galaxy too, and yeah, I I kind of looked up to him when I was at the Galaxy, so I want to get his jersey. Gotcha. Are any of your uh, college teammates in in the MLS too? Uh no, none of them. Some a few of them play in the USL, but but none of them at the MLS. Gotcha. Yeah, I was just curious. Uh, what about what? What's your favorite food? My favorite food. Damn, that's a good question. I like chocolate. <laughs> All, <comment>. right. <laughs> All right. All uh, right. <laughs> yeah, I like chocolate. Uh, and la- last one. Uh. I think you, you kind of already mentioned it, but what do you what do you like to do uh, when you're not playing soccer? When I'm not playing soccer, I like I'm into uh, cutting hair a little bit, a little bit of barbering. Um, I'm into video games, well, and I'm into I'm into nature a little bit. I like to be outside, so those are the stuff I do outside of. All right, have you have you cut your teammates hair? Uh yeah, I did. I I cut two of my team hair when we were in uh the bubble in Orlando. And then yeah, I cut my brother's hair here in in Las Vegas. So I'm trying to learn. I cut yeah. myself up sometimes too. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a good thing to know, especially when you were in the bubble too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no barbers, no one was allowed, so <laughs> Yeah. Well yeah, especially I- in quarantine too. Quarantine, yeah. it was like all the barbershops were closed and then no one was going to see you anyway. So yeah. I could just practice on myself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, could you let the listeners know where they could follow you at on social media? Uh, social media, all my all my social medias are Zico Bailey. Uh, yeah, they can follow me there. Appreciate it. And uh, best of luck this season. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Quincy Marroquois here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you'd like us to interview next, we'll get working on that right away. You can listen to this full episode and more at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today.